You're listening to the Fox Repellent Expert Podcast. Providing quality information on the UK's urban fox population. Hi, this is Ben from the Fox Repellent Expert website and welcome to episode 5 of this podcast. In this episode, I'm going to look at how you can keep foxes away from your garden using a simple three-step fox deterrent strategy. If you've got foxes coming into your garden and causing mayhem, it can be difficult to know where to start when it comes to discouraging them from coming in. There's a lot of advice out there, a lot of different deterrents and repellents, and it can be confusing as to what you can do to ensure you're not wasting your time and are actually having an impact. Before I continue, I've mentioned this before, but I think it's worth repeating that it doesn't make you a hater of foxes just because you want to reduce the damage they cause to your garden. Maybe some of you do have a strong dislike of foxes, but I imagine many of you are like me. I think foxes are fascinating creatures, and I think we're very lucky in the UK to get the range of wildlife that we do. If you're a regular BBC Spring Watch or Winter Watch viewer, I'm sure you'll agree. All creatures have an important role to play in our ecosystem. However, that being said, it's perfectly understandable to object to some of the fox's more annoying behaviours and to want to do something about it, in a way that's humane and wildlife friendly. And that's exactly what this three-step strategy is about. So I'll get down off my soapbox and carry on with the podcast. Step 1. The Entry Point Whether you've tried deterring foxes before or you're just considering it for the first time, the best place to start is to find the entry point, the place where the fox first enters your garden. Foxes are creatures of habit and have their set daily routines just like humans do, and this makes them quite predictable. They will usually enter your garden at the same place every time, and once you've discovered where that is, the entrance point should become the main focus of your fox deterrent efforts. You might know already exactly where the fox comes in, but if you don't, it's well worth making an educated guess or taking the time to find out. Over or under walls or fences, across flat roofs or through thick undergrowth are common places where they get in. Even with open gardens, the fox will usually take the same route. If you're not really sure, you could install a motion-activated trail camera to find out. These cameras are good at working it out, plus they're a really fun way of seeing what goes on in your garden when you're not looking. The main reason finding the entry point is so important is because this is where the fox makes the decision as to whether or not it's safe to enter your garden. This is also the point where you have the biggest opportunity to influence this decision and make the fox decide to go elsewhere, or at least cause it to limit the time it spends in your garden. Step 2. Use different types of deterrent. So you've located where the fox comes in, or you think you have a good idea where it is, and now you know the best place to use a deterrent. But which deterrent should you use? Assuming you've blocked up any gaps in fences or refilled any holes, to get the most effective outcome, it's best to use at least two different fox deterrents. These two deterrents should not be the same type of deterrent. Instead, they should target different senses from one another. What do I mean by this? Well, let's say you choose one of your deterrents to be a scent-based one, like Scoot Fox Repellent. That targets a fox's sense of smell. The second repellent you choose should target a different sense. For example, the Foxwatch Ultrasonic deterrent will target the fox's sense of hearing. 
And you don't have to stop it too. A third deterrent could be a flashing red predator eye, which mimics a pair of eyes and targets the fox's sense of sight. A fourth could be a prickle strip or plastic fence spikes, which targets the sense of touch. You can choose as many deterrents as your budget or the situation allows, but to get started, try two fox deterrents and make them different from one another. Foxes rely heavily on their senses to alert themselves to danger, so if at least two of the fox's senses are throwing out warning signals, you're more likely to achieve success in keeping them away. Step 3. Be patient. Probably the least exciting of the three steps, but also the most overlooked. There's no getting away from the fact that if you want to successfully deter foxes from your garden, you need to be patient. Foxes are wild animals that are very persistent, and you are trying to train them to change their habits and have a different attitude to your garden. This kind of change takes time, and they are not simply going to disappear overnight because you've decided you've had enough. If you use a deterrent in your garden, the fox will be back to see if this is a mild inconvenience or whether this is a more permanent problem. Where a lot of people go wrong is by thinking they only need to use a deterrent once or twice and that should solve the problem. When it inevitably doesn't, they deem the product a failure and don't use it again. The fox discovers that the deterrent was simply a mild inconvenience and it continues to visit the garden as normal. If that person had been patient and persisted, they may well have discovered that the fox started to pay attention and reduced its visits as it learnt to associate the garden with the deterrent. This point is particularly applicable to scented deterrents as they require more manual input than an ultrasonic, visual or touch-based deterrent. So the takeaway from this step is to be patient, keep faith with your deterrents and expect a gradual reduction in the fox's visits rather than a sudden disappearance. Treating it as a marathon, not a sprint, is the way to approach successful fox deterrents and it will help you to feel that you are indeed making progress as time goes on. That's it for this episode of the Fox Repellent Expert Podcast. I hope it's given you an idea of where to start with deterring foxes from your garden. You can find the show notes to this episode, including links to the things I mentioned, by going to foxrepellentexpert.com forward slash episode 5. If you want any more information on how to humanely deter foxes from your garden, please visit foxrepellentexpert.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Fox Repellent Expert Podcast. For all your fox deterrent needs, please visit foxrepellentexpert.com.